0: Good evening and welcome to the FFS podcast. I'm your host Pratty once again and welcome to yet another episode of the Dressing Room series. This is episode number five and continuing with our line of guests who've joined us in for the past four episodes, we go wind the clock way back to season one. Now, for those of you who are joining us here or who are listening or watching us for the first time, uh, the Dressing Room series is something that I began, I suppose, last year, but kind of continuing it this year predominantly. And in this series, we interview guests of the podcast, previous guests who have been with us since season one, and we talk to them about everything but football, right? So we know what their favorite clubs are. We know who their favorite players are, all of that. But we, this podcast or this series rather is to get to know a little bit more about them from a personal side. Um, you know, for me to get to know about my guests who I interview and I talk to on a regular basis to get to know them a little better. And I suppose for for the audience, I this the series works in a way that you might find yourself having a lot more in common with our guests than you think you you do. So, for example, you know, another Bayern fan watching this, right? You know, Alankrit over here supports Bayern Munich, but you may not know that he has the same likes or dislikes as you have. So, he probably has that much more in common with our guests here. So, just to get to know about about them. So, yeah, like I said, there's nothing to do with the world of football here. We're going to be talking about everything else in our lives, right? Uh, so I did sort of spoil it because as as to who our guest is here, but uh, Alankrit, yeah, goes way back, I think, to season one, and I'm glad that we could have him on here for this uh, for this particular series in season one of this of the dressing room series. Alankrit, before we get to talking get to talking about your life yeah. and our lives and all of that, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, outside of football, I think apart from being a band fan i'm I'm from Nagpur, but I've been raised in Chennai, so um yeah, most of my life lived in Chennai, then moved to Pune for undergrad. I did undergrad in games, so then I moved to the u k for a master's, came back to India. Worked for a few years and now I'm back to the UK. So awesome. it's interesting journey
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So we will expand on all of this during the course of our podcast, right? Or this particular series. Now let's, oh, this particular episode rather. So let's talk about uh, what I normally start off or how I normally start off this series or this, every episode that I've done. And I felt that now that I've done it for the past Four people, I think this is going to be the format now. Is mm-hmm. I think the first question that I have for you is how we or is to is discussing how we met, right? So, uh, a lot of people in the past or the over the past four episodes, we've had two people who I knew from school and two people who I've known from the podcast primarily, right? So, do you recall how we got in touch with each other? I'm not too sure.
1: I think it was Twitter, it was um one of you were looking for a guest from Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. So and I think um, it was Shaz or Rogers who put me through. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. And this this was back in season one, if I'm not mistaken. Right? This was way back.
1: 2020, I think. Was that season one or season two?
0: Yeah, 2029. 20, I'm guessing if it's early 2020, then it's season one. I'm pretty sure we did yeah. have you yeah. on. I remember the the thumbnails being quite basics so I yes, remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks for confirming yeah. that, but yeah, uh yeah, okay, fair enough yeah i I obviously do know you from Twitter, I mean, we got to know each other from Twitter yeah. at the start. It's not like we knew each other before that, uh, and I suppose yeah, it probably was either just who I think it was O who probably introduced mm-hmm. us because at that twenty nineteen October or something, I think I joined Twitter for the first time, mm-hmm. like uh, because. I'd i been told like, let's go to Twitter and you'll find people mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd have been stuck with people from my school. Honestly, yeah. this podcast <laughs> would have just been people from my school talking about football, which <laughs> would have been a, a different podcast, probably mm-hmm. would have been the same. But yeah, I'm glad that um, we got, and so, I don't know if you know this, but you're the only person that I've come to know through the podcast that I've actually met in real life. Oh, really? yeah
1: no one else from bangalore when you when you made the trips down
0: no yeah to be fair not no one else at wow. that point yeah so hmm. so you are <laughs> the only one who from who i've known from the like hmm. fr, uh, from twitter or i've known you from the like because of the podcast you're the right. only person who i met in real life and that's weird because you don't even live in bangalore you live in yeah. <laughs> <I was> there,
1: <laughs> like that meet randomly and we met
0: yeah yeah Yeah. oh that was that was a fun this thing though yeah Um, meet yeah that uh, was it yeah big brewski right big brewski yeah yeah Yeah. it's nice nice place so let's talk about your interests other than football so Mm -hmm. apart from the world of football what what do you what are you into like whether it be sports or any other sort of hobbies or interests that you have
1: um, I think the, uh, off the top of my head, I really like stories. So usually I end up watching a lot of movies or sometimes reading books. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Really okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes reading books. Um, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. I also like to travel quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've been to four countries so far. Okay.
0: Not a big list, but no I mean it's practice. it's the intent that you need to have rather than how yeah. much it's not a, not everyone is lucky to have been to so many that's countries true. and but yeah. as long as you like traveling, then that's yeah that's fun
1: enough. and generally enjoy traveling, especially backpacking, I think it gives me a lot more f- like flexibility to do what I want, so that's that's pretty pretty enjoyable. I'd say okay. I used to have a travel blog. Oh, i will I've used COVID as an excuse not <laughs> not to write on it, yeah. but yeah, it's been
0: a while. Yeah. The, the thing, the thing with writing though, is mm. that I mean, it takes a little bit of time to do that. And you need to have that sort of mindset to sit yeah. down and have to write words, right. uh, yeah. like like you had a travel blog. I have or slash had a restaurant review blog. I think I've spoken oh, to you cool. about maybe me- yeah i didn't mention it. i think
1: you spoke about like zomato reviews and other reviews
0: yeah so something similar like that um mm. so i'd post it on zomato uh but i'd have my own i had my own website that i'd used to review and all of that uh but like after a while it became like oh my god i have to sit down and i have to think of words to put down yeah and when you're doing this, like we're doing right now, and on the podcast where I'm talking about football, when I'm just talking, it's just so it's easy. I don't have to like much more easier. Yeah. Even if I'm blabbering something, I can still blab away, right? Yeah. I don't have to care. I don't care that my grammar's wrong. I don't care yeah. that you know I've I'm framing sentences. I've got like long pauses in between. When I'm mm-hmm. writing, I'm I'd be like, I don't know if you had this, but I would write one paragraph. Then when I'm writing the second one, I'll be like, oh, no, the first one's not too great. I will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it happens
1: all the time. no. So I, I started out writing blogs first for like sports blogs. So mm-hmm. um, outside of the boot, that was my first ever experience writing for them. And yeah, every time I would write, I'd like write something like, oh, no, this is not nice. We like, <laughs> restart So like it was like three, four, five times so yeah what would have been like a 30 minute exercise ended up becoming like two three hours long and back then i was i was more than happy to do it but then after a point i think i was just like okay i can't do this yeah so, yeah
0: have you thought of doing a travel podcast
1: i have but i need to start traveling again to do that that's true so that's the next yeah. next stage
0: yeah I because like yeah. like you i i love to travel as well like going Mm -hmm. to see different places and countries i'm okay the difference i think between what you said and i said what i like is that i'm not a huge backpacking person Um, right okay i i love to go see country i like in my like visits i love to do not the main tourist i love to do any sort of thing right like out of outbeat all of that that's all fine but i just can't do backpacking Like, if you tell me, like, go and stay in, like, a hostel, I'll be like, oh, shit, no.
1: But hostels are where you get, like, the most amazing stories.
0: I know, but I just can't. (laughs) I don't know if it's because I have to share a restroom or a washroom with people. And that's the thing. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, I'm also not the sort of person, like, I'm not, like, an extrovert or something. So for me to go and meet tons of people, this is the most extroverted thing that I'm doing right now.
1: Right? yeah but i would never imagine you not being an extrovert because you, you you connect quite a lot
0: on the podcasts i do and yeah. you have no idea how much i've had to change because of that <laughs> 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 twitter, twitter has actually brought out that side in me where i've had to mm-hmm. talk to people and ask this otherwise like you yeah. tell me right now you know i know somebody go to reach out to that person a few years ago, I'd be like, uh, "Aren't you just available? If you're not, I'll just find another date when you're available." <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm like, "Okay, like take it." I mean, what's the worst thing they can say? They say they're yeah. not interested. Okay, fine, fair enough. So yeah, I I'm I'm not that sort of person. I I'll if you do like group uh travel and all of that, mm-hmm. where so, for example, like when I go for vacation to different countries, there are obviously these like I book certain trips right because you can't yeah. obviously go and see unless it's a, a group trip or whatever yeah so there are people in that group trip people you've never met so then you get to chat and small talk yeah, that's true that's that's fine and yeah i've had like people generally older people though like they've we used to connect via email mm-hmm. so like at that point like when i went to yeah. budapest and all that so you just connect that way but I'm sure you, you're you're different to that. I'm sure you love the hostel life. The yeah. Backpack. Any what? What's the most or the weirdest most uh, standout story we've heard from your travel? Hmm. So there was
1: this one guy who's from Switzerland, and um, he basically was like what twenty eight, twenty nine that time when I met. This was like three years back. Yeah, so I guess he's like mid thirties now. I have no idea if he's still doing this, but when he came to Amritsar, that's where I met him um, at the hostel. He was like, "I'm here to basically become a monk." So, oh wow! Yeah, he used to work at, at one of the big banks, and um, they all he, tend to then live. Yeah. there. <laughs> so like- yeah, he 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 said he's he's seen the corporate life and. He's done with that. He's made money. He's done with it. Now he wants to, he's basically put his money in the bank saying like, I don't want it for now. So he's, he walked all the way from Switzerland. Like he walked from (laughs) Switzerland. (laughs) Yeah. So the guy walked from Switzerland via Turkey and at some point in Turkey, he needed to cross via Syria or like the Syrian border. Mm Mm-hmm. So that dude, um when he was crossing, he was he basically had like a I don't know what that's a wheelbarrow. Like he yeah, was okay. dragging one. Yeah, he was dragging one along with which had his backpack. So these guys uh on the checkpost on the border, uh thought like, you know, this dude's from And <laughs> and they started like asking like wait and like so then he tried to say like he's going to take his passport out to show, and they shot they sh- shot warning shots. Then he like, "Okay, yeah." So he's like, "Okay, you come down and check me yourself." Oh, so then then yeah. the guards came, and they found out he's Swiss, and then they pissed their pants because he's Swiss, and they yeah, can't, yeah yeah. <laughs> can't <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh shit! That that is some story, yeah, but, though.
1: Yeah, and this this wasn't even the crazy part. So then he basically got taken to like the vip lounge of the military at the turkish military they they like literally pleaded like please don't report this to your embassy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then then he he walked through iran then went went to pakistan and in pakistan they did not believe a swiss man basically wanted to cross through oh, these wow. countries by by foot to enter india yeah, like they, they could not believe um, it.
0: First of all, to enter India via Pakistan, be like, "Oh, Pakistan, yeah. <laughs>
1: I know. like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> and so they they had like border patrol, like the Pakistan Rangers. They offered to drop him at the border. Wow! And simply because dude. he's Swiss, they offered to <laughs> drop him at the border because they can't have a Swiss national dying on their roads. <laughs> so, but then this dude was like, "No, I will walk it." Yeah. So he was walking and these guys came in their Jeep at had snail space behind him all the way to the border. <laughs> and he crossed oh, the border and he came, came to India. And then now he's an Amritsar. And he's like, yeah, so oh. in, in a week, he was going to go to Dharamshala where, where yeah. the monk was. And I don't know if he's still a monk or if he's like, okay, the monk's life's not for me. And he went back to his Ferrari. And and back to like, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've always heard like I've seen stories and I've heard stories of you know people doing the most ridiculous journeys, right? Whether mm. it be only by walking and whether it be, you know, they take like a some boat or something, some yeah, handmade boat they would take and ferry across the Atlantic. And I'm like sitting as like there's no way I'd be able to I've walk. Seen that. <laughs> I've I've seen
1: a YouTube video. This yeah. is like a month ago. Um, three women they did this for mm-hmm. charity. They rode a kayak yeah. across the Atlantic from England wow. all the way to Jamaica, I think. They they literally rode the boat and it was like a 60-day journey on, on a kayak and they took shifts to yeah. sleep and row and eat and whatnot. Listen, uh, like
0: 60 days, I'm pretty sure by second day, I'll be like... Oh yeah like no way and I'm given my luck, I'm sure on the like the fifth day or something there'll be like this massive storm that's happening, and I'll be like breaking yeah. my
1: the, the video <laughs> itself on the vlog basically showed them in like almost sixty percent of the video was in stormy waters. I'm like how are these people kayaking?
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean the I suppose the mentality or the balls on them to. To do something like that is just yeah. insane. But I, I can't imagine myself walking all the way. Like I have to think of like, it's easy, I suppose, for nations where the passport counts for a lot. Like imagine yeah. taking an Indian passport, walking around. I, I want to enter this country. Get lost. Get where, lost. <laughs> where's the damn visa? Yes, yeah. yeah, so I'll have to probably spend one year getting all of the visas I need. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. make the journey. <laughs> By
1: the time you get half the visas, the other half
0: would expire. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I get all my visas, then I go there. it's Like, oh, sorry, sir, your passport's less than six months valid. I'm like, gosh, oh, leave I just go back to my Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. Uh. All right. So, in terms of traveling, you said you've been to four countries. So, which are the four countries that you've been to? Um. So, really,
1: not easy count.
0: Time. Not counting the ones that you've lived in. So, you've lived right. in the UK, and you've lived in. Uh, okay, I'll say England you've lived in and you've lived in, I wouldn't count Scotland. the whole UK. Yeah, okay, Scotland so, you've lived So England yeah. and
1: Scotland, yeah. So that's England, one. Scotland, India. Right, okay, so then I've been to America, mm-hmm. I've been to Spain. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I've been to New Zealand and I was in Australia for one day simply because Singapore Airlines fucked up. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. so, okay, America, When when the US did you go?
1: Mostly East Coast. I mean, I went to LA,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay. I landed in LA, and then most of our relatives were on the East Coast, so we did like uh, a East Coast marathon.
0: Uh, you're also one of those people who have relatives. I have like, yeah. re- if I have to go to the US, I have to do the full of US because I pretty have pretty much have relatives in yeah. East West Mid.
1: Actually, we had some relatives in Texas who we couldn't meet, and they were really mad that we
0: oh <laughs> uh, don't piss off the Texans.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah. I only had a uh,
0: month off. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right, Spain. Uh, where all did you go to? Um
1: Barcelona and Valencia. So that's why I have the band. No, I don't support Barcelona guys, no.
0: <laughs> fair enough. And yeah. of course I, I mean as a Bayern fan you'd be love. Okay, let's not talk about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna it's gonna be a it was gonna go into a deep conversation about football and I don't wanna ha- don't want that to happen. New Zealand's a fun one. How mm-hmm. how did that happen?
1: So my mom's doing a PhD in New Zealand. Oh, so, nice! Yeah, just before COVID twenty nineteen December, I decided to fly down and visit her. So I went to New Zealand for fifteen days, mostly South Island. It's a pretty good country, very pretty.
0: It, it looks looks pretty. Yeah, that's those are the re- areas like New Zealand and probably like South America. The, I'd love to visit, but yeah. the problem is like the travel time. It's like, oh, man. Oh,
1: it's crazy. Oh, my God. I had to change like four flights to get to where my mom was. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the worst thing is if you want the cheap tickets, um, yeah. Singapore Airlines puts you and that's the only airline that literally goes from India to New Zealand. Or okay. you have to go Air India from Delhi. So if you, if you want like ease from your city, you have to take Singapore Airlines. So and if you want, if you want like the cheaper tickets, you have to have like seven hours transit or yeah, yeah, one yeah, hour yeah. transit. There is nothing in middle in the middle, like no three hours, no four hours. Is either seven, eight, nine or one?
0: Singapore, a Singapore airport, has, I feel like one place I probably could have a good transit. Like even if it is a long transit, yeah. I feel like I could nicely spend it. It yeah. looks. I I've only been there as a as a kid, probably in like mm-hmm. early two thousands. But looking at it now, I feel like oh, probably. Oh,
1: Pretty cool place. Actually, the yeah. time when I was coming back, I had ten hours in Brisbane and ten hours in Singapore. The ten hours in Brisbane, I don't know how I spent it. It was <laughs> yeah. like that airport is just one building. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Then by somehow managed that, then I was at Singapore for ten hours, which they have like free sleeping pods and movie theaters and game rooms and whatnot. So that was fine.
0: Yeah. I I think yeah. the worst place that I've ever like Delhi airport, not the one now, but what it used to be right? before Indira Gandhi, it used Mm. to be like a prison cell, right? At one point, no, 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 because the lounge used to be before the check-in, like before, no, before security, right? So if you pass security, you can't come back and go to the lounge. It it was hell. And at one point, Emirates, I had a flight, Emirates back to Dubai. It only got delayed by two hours. I started, I almost cried because I was like, I can't stay in this thing. <laughs> Luckily I had my laptop there, so I was watching something. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, I was almost in tears. Like this airport is like a it's yeah. like it's I'm like, I want to go out at least. I want to do something. The lounges also I can't go out because they won't let exactly. me out past security back. So I'm mm-hmm. like, it was frustrating. The,
1: the most surprising thing that I had to witness in an airport was the first time I went to Pune and the huh. airport's basically their defense airport so like they, they're pretty much restricted by what they can do and um the first time i went there it was empty like it was it was a peak hour flight and it was empty the airport was empty it was just our flight and they got our bags on a tractor and then they put them down it's like pick it up <laughs> like, oh. <why? laughs> and then the next time i had to leave i took a late night flight and they don't have any restaurants at that airport yeah. back in 2013. 20, 20, no restaurants. Yeah. Then they opened up one lounge and then they opened up one stall which sold like lace chips. That's it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
1: But now well, they, now it's a little bit. The, the most funniest thing about the Pune airport is they have that air bridge,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which you use,
2: <laughs>
1: go down,
0: go down. Yeah, exactly. And
2: then you <laughs> and walk. Then you walk. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I think Pune airport was the first time I also realized that, whoa, this airport you can actually walk to the yeah. to the airport. Um, and I think I did this in two thousand eleven. The NH seven was there at that point. So mm, I was like, okay, yeah. first time I made it to Pune. I think the last time I've been to in Pune was twenty thirteen again. So but mm. um, twenty eleven from uh, Delhi I went to Pune and yeah, that was mm. the first time I was like, whoa, I'm able to walk down without anything happening. Like, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So, I mean, we've spoken about the places that you've been to. Five places that you wish you could go to. Your dream destination. Your five dream. Interesting.
1: Okay. I mean, the first one's very easy. I definitely want to go to Germany. So, yeah, it's very easy. Second one would probably be Portugal. Because, like, I, I, I've so always good. wanted to go there. Um, so good. Especially the beaches and the food. So, Yeah. very interested to go to Portugal. Third, um, I want to go to either Argentina or Uruguay in the South America or Peru. Yes. One of these three countries. I want to go to Mexico for sure.
2: And this last one's quite hard. Maybe South Africa. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good countries. I've been to four of the five. I don't think I've been, oh. I've been, I haven't been to Argentina, that South American part. Right. Okay. Maybe Mexico. Yeah. Mexico's. Have been, so maybe three or, I think I've counted unless I don't know what, so Germany, I've been to mm. uh, Portugal, I've been a oh, Portugal, you have to go like it is mm. Porto, I think is joint top favorite city of mine that I've been to. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, those two and which is the other one that you said the South Americans I haven't been and Central American yeah. I haven't been to and South Africa I've been to. South Africa. To, yeah, I've been to, but I've only been to Johannesburg and the uh, safari side. I haven't right. been, I haven't done Cape Town and Durban yet.
1: Right. Uh, okay.
0: My folks have done, I haven't done. I've hmm. I've been twice to Joburg once I went for 2003 Cricket World Cup final. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You actually I actually
0: saw that game live. <laughs> I was ten years old, and from Dubai. So my uncle did like an ad, he was and he had his ad agency, uh, and mm-hmm. he did some ads for the cricket team or something. Oh, so right. for, for LG, I think. So he LG gave him tickets. Mm-hmm. The company got a lot of tickets, and then I took a flight from, uh, yeah, from UAE from Dubai to Johannesburg mm-hmm. alone. Nice and i was because i was younger than 13 i become a minor right yeah and so they then take it emirates takes good care of you yeah um and this was unfortunately this was an old emirates so it didn't yeah. have like the insane uh, entertainment system that it has now and all that but it had still pretty good at that yeah. point of time so yeah. so in the while going to south, south africa i was in economy and then probably midway or nearly 3 four, the air hostess comes like would you like uh, please follow me and she escorts me to first class I'm like yes nice. and then coming and coming back i sat down in economy i was all like ready i sat down in economy she comes back she's like please follow me takes me to business class I'm like yes full seven and a half hours like on to, yeah uh that was that was the longest solo flight that i had I probably have still done. I don't think I've done. That's oh, no, I cool, think actually
1: so yeah. being 10 and doing a solo flight to Johannesburg. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's, again, those, those countries, are, I, I really want to do South, South America, Latin America side. Um, But yeah, it's just the flying time. is like, you think twice, you think of other places yeah. close by that are there. Like, luckily I've done. I have. Uh, probably think of i want to do probably like in japan i mean that's also pretty far but still yeah. like places like that all right great uh now oh, we spoke a lot about this but let's talk about what do you do when you are so you were working before this so once you were done with work you know how do you spend your time post work chilling out and all that so what's your social life like and what's your chill scene mm-hmm. like
1: on a regular day i usually hit the gym for an hour
2: and after that depends if it's
1: it's close for the weekend then we go out like get some beers and food if not then i i live alone so i make my own dinner and i i live with friends so we usually like with the jobs so someone chops, someone cooks, someone cleans. So yeah, that was always fun. So,
0: so what are you? What's what's your job mean? I usually cook. Cook is like
1: yeah, I you love cook?
0: cooking. So, yeah. yeah, I
2: always cook. Nice. Yeah,
0: nice. What's the what's your go to meal? Hmm, that's not pasta. <laughs> right. Um.
1: Yeah, I think if it's Indian, it's um. If it's North Indian, I'd go for like chicken tikka masala with rice. Mm-hmm. If it, it's south indian then a dosa
0: okay nice yeah. you can make good dosa i can't i've only just now learned like my first time making a dosa will always go bad and then like around the third fourth time is like when it i actually get the circles right and I'm like mm-hmm. okay
1: yeah but I, I think dosa was the first thing i started to cook i was like eight and a half and nine when i first made my dosa yeah wow yeah
0: like i've always helped make the batter i've never made the mm-hmm. actual dosa thing
1: yeah, I like when I was a kid. like once, and that was in the UK last time. I had to use oh. a hand grinder because yeah. the, I was a mix of the blender and a hand grinder, so that was that was interesting. <laughs> yeah,
2: Came out nice. Blender. Okay,
0: yeah. Oh, that's that's nice. uh And favorite cuisine mm. to cook, I, I think,
1: suppose. Oh, to cook, okay. Mm. Yeah, I would say Indian. Because I love cooking Indian food, but if it's just in general, then I think as yeah. you know, I'm on Mexican.
0: Nice. Any?
1: Yeah. And have you made anything Mexican? Um, recently we actually yeah. in my current flat. One of my flatmates is from Mexico, oh, so nice, yeah, nice. he taught us how to make guacamole, yeah. and we also made fajitas. That was ah, yes, yeah. I
0: made that. I made that a couple of days ago for the family as well. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it was it was it's good fun. Good. We we yeah. we all gathered had some beer, fajitas, and guacamole. Oh, that is good. Nice.
0: That is that is nice um yeah yeah, that that's that sounds really really good Uh, all right so let's um yeah so let's talk about the gaming career that you've had right Mm, okay uh yeah like why why gaming development
1: yeah so um i always used to play fifa that that was i think that's the one game i've played the most (laughs) But yeah. I will not say that's the only game I play. I used to play like even games with like, you know, choice based narrative stuff. So uh, when I was like 16 and that's when I went to the US, one of my uncles, he's in academia and he saw how interested I was in games. So he showed me how they use games for learning technologies nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And that really like made me made interested. And, spark. Yeah yeah so I tried that's why I got into games try and use like game-based learning and gamification so not not the entertainment side I wasn't I was never interested in that I was like yeah whatever but yeah so and I was lucky enough to start working in a company that did exactly game-based learning so good four and a half years there and now I'm in the UK for the next next part I don't know what's next
0: but yeah next phase. Yeah, but let's not go into what the future holds right now but that that's yeah. interesting because when you talk about gaming like mm-hmm. a lot of people would think entertainment like you'd be into making sports games or rpgs mm-hmm. or you know triple a games all of that that's like if you talk yeah. about games everyone's focus are on those games mm-hmm. so to to do the more educational side you would have to have someone who is sort of not pushed you but guided you or sort of like some inspired you to go to that section because yeah it's not everyone's cup of tea when you're going to gaming
1: definitely not like because even in my class i think there was just me and then there was another guy uh he himself wasn't too much into it at the first bit then but i think in our third year we had to do a project on game-based learning and the two of us were really into it so um yeah i think he's now diversified completely he's doing something else but yeah, that's that's what really like I, I always wanted to be in game based learning, and it's been fun. I, it's actually a lot more challenging because you can make things fun. That's that's the main challenge. But making learning things fun and not distracting in in a way that's that's
0: a lot more difficult. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Like, I mean, I was I didn't think it was. I actually knew like I mentioned to you, I thought you were game developing or something, but when you mentioned that and then now when you mentioned about game education, it's very, very interesting. It's a very niche market. Yeah and for you to find someone to work with, like as as a career option immediately, it I mean it, it's great that there are yeah. I
1: was extremely lucky, extremely lucky yeah. because when I finished my earlier degree, I applied yeah. to many companies in game-based learning and everyone Said, you don't have experience, go get experience. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah give, you're supposed to give me experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> yeah, yes. I went and did an internship in okay. mobile game development. So that was like traditional entertainment games. Um, but one of the companies I had applied to then reached out and said, okay, we have a vacancy and we see you're doing something now, but are you available? And then I'm like, yeah, my internship's about to end. And I'm in conversations to see what's next. Maybe they extend or maybe I. Apply elsewhere, so then they say. Okay, come on in. So for an interview, and then one thing led to another, and I got the job. So I think
0: it was just like good timing. It's always good timing, right? Every time. everything has got to be a good time. But in India, especially, like it's it's interesting because India is obviously now developing technology and innovation mm-hmm. and all of that. So on one hand, I'm not surprised that there are companies like that who do game based learning, but uh, or game based education but on the other hand i am surprised because like i mentioned it's quite a niche market and i didn't expect yeah. india to have a company or to be involved it's, in something like that
1: it's very cool actually india has both sides to it has a b2b side and a b2c side the b2c is like for example buy juice but i was just thinking the same yeah. yeah they they try to target school kids and you know institutions that do like gmat prep or neat prep and all that stuff so that's mostly direct to consumer um they do of course sell sometimes directly to businesses as well but their main model is mostly direct to consumers um i was more in b2b side so i used to work not with school kids they were not my target the products that i used to work on were either for like medical professionals or healthcare, well wellness and lifestyle (laughs) it was you, very very yeah there was also like at one point there were like multiple projects that we would do one would be healthcare one would be enterprise solutions another would be sales training so you, you'd be like doing three different things and be like oh my god so much information <laughs> yeah
0: for, for a second i was like you're selling it to doctors it's just like a ga- it's like a video ver- video game version of uh operation <laughs> like,
1: uh, <laughs> it is actually it's like we would get like 3d modules where you know it's basically to recertify these doctors in like to have yep. their to ensure they have their like you know in depth <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like current current methods and everything so yeah so, um, yeah, so we'll get like situations like you know someone's probably going to be delivering a baby and now what would you do so every action you do has nice. has an effect so if you get the that wrong really it's a different effect yeah so so it's pretty cool that way yeah
0: all right so Let's talk about, of course, you mentioned that you have predominantly lived your life in Chennai and have Mm. had stints away, especially in Scotland and and in England. Uh, I want to know from a culture wise difference, you know, how different is it? Did you face any like sort of culture shock when you did move for those one years or were you sort of already at that stage where you had learned anyway, you know, how to adapt and all that?
1: I mean, there was some amount of adaptability already because um, I did live alone in Pune like during my college, like hostel life. So it wasn't the first time moving away from home. So that wasn't that difficult per se. Yeah. But um, there was some culture shocks. Like for example, um, this is the first time we all like people who I'd met there, we all decided to go out and then they were like, let's meet at half seven. And the reception and you know in India it's half seven <laughs> seven forty five eight, so at half seven I have is everybody down at the reception. I was ready, I just had to take the elevator and go. And I was ready, and they're like, "Yeah, we've been waiting for you for ten minutes." I'm like what? Oh, like, so half seven is actually
0: yeah. Half yeah. seven fifteen. Yeah,
1: yeah, so, yeah. That was that was quite the shock.
0: <laughs> I so mo- I most of your the friends or the people who you hang out with now are they. Uh, non-Indians, like, or what? What nationalities so, are they like? The last time
1: in the cohort, it was not very Indian-dominated. There was like a good mix. This time, when I'm here, there's a lot of Indians in my cohort, but I have a good mix. So there are like, a few like in my flatmates, like Mexican and British. There's one guy from China, so like we we have a good mix. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah no because I was wondering because if it's predominantly Indian then seven thirty could still mean eight o'clock right Yeah like, yeah so but if it's but go, not normally, then
1: yeah with the Indians when we go we all know seven thirty is eight so yeah. we're fine our 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 clocks are in tune
0: like when yeah. I yeah. Uh, when I was yeah. so when I was studying in the UK um I used to have so I didn't I had my uh, like a studio flat thing um. So mm. when I used to have friends over, and mo- most of them were again Indians, right? So when mm. I used to have them over, and then I would used to like, we used to hang out in my place, I'd cook and all of that. So when we used to do that, I'd say like, come by one. And I'm be cooking and I'm like, mm. okay, I'm ready. I'll make sure that I'm ready by one. And then they'd be like, come by two. Okay. And they'll come by two. And I'm like, oh, shit, the food's getting cold. Now what am I going to do? And then mm. later, I suppose it, I started understanding that, because I, I probably like, I would have been at seven fifteen down. Yeah, like okay, seven fifteen, seven twenty. I'd probably yeah. I would have already gone down the elevator rather than text from the the thing. Out of I'm that sort of that that Indian, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I can understand. So I have understood from friends here also. It's like if I tell them eight o'clock, they'll be like eight thirty, eight forty-five, nine. Mm-hmm. I'll be like where are you guys? Like. And especially if you're cooking for people, it's so yeah. annoying because you have to then time. Like, you can't have cold food. That's yeah, exactly. no, no. Yeah. As when no, you're cooking, right? Really you ideally want to have it cooked and served immediately. And even yeah. if it's not, maybe something that. So, one option is you cook something like a curry where you can obviously heat it up mm. even later. But if you're cooking something that is meant to be served hot like that, it's just so annoying. And like, screw it. Yeah. You guys eat it cold. I don't care. I'm eating. Exactly, yeah. But what are the other sort of cultural differences that you've seen from Chennai to UK?
1: There's there's quite a few. I mean Chennai is quite laid back. Um mm-hmm. UK is only laid back in the winter. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, what well, those this one real big shock was supermarkets closed by eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i was I was so annoyed, man, like
0: <laughs> you can't go get food after 8. if you most things that's it like, yeah <laughs> most things, except for restaurants close by 8, right and you're like, yeah. I'm like, come on, the only thing that can't, that is open can't be like like a Sainsbury no, no, shop, yeah, exactly, like the fast food or the pubs are open. I'm like, oh, yeah. come on, man, and even the pubs, they close their kitchen at eight thirty nine and I'm like,
1: why, <laughs> why, who comes out this early to eat food?'
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, apparently. I mean, though oh. the I suppose they say the healthier lifestyle is to finish an early dinner, but for us, we're like, come on, man. Yeah.
1: I, I I I'd argue with that. Like, for example, the the last time I was here, there were two girls from Northern Ireland who used to be in our flat, and they would eat dinner by half five, half six, and then these people are like, you guys eat dinner at nine thirty. That's so late. But then she would actually come at half nine and half t- eat like a second <laughs> dinner. And I'm like
0: might as well just eat at 8 30 you know <laughs> like, why yeah. do that? I I split the two I have it at 7 30 it's good enough time for me okay. before I sleep and this thing yeah but I can't I can't do early early even yeah. if it is because I will feel hungry I I know that
1: exactly
0: so, yeah. um, uh, but that's why I suppose that's when they pile it on with the beer and the alcohol to fill up the I suppose it yeah it is <laughs> Yeah, I think because even when I was there, a lot of the time when I used to meet friends, I would have my dinner and then go out and meet friends. Mm. Even if it was like eight thirty nine, I would still make sure I ate my dinner and then go because I like I prefer just having something filling before because I know with friends I'm gonna just be drinking majority of the time. So I don't wanna have drinks on an empty stomach. And the food generally I mean you need to go to a good place. Like not every pub's gonna be good food. So
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, so just a quick meal and just saying all right. Yeah. Mm. And uh yeah, I I suppose that's that's about it. I trying to think of what else is there, but um uh, <laughs> yeah, I I suppose that is oh, I forgot to ask you about your other the podcast that you've actually started. Oh, the, the cricket, cricket
2: one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh it was okay, I'm I'm gonna be really bad here. What was it called again? It's called the popping face the pop increase yes of course uh how's it going is you've you you've not done it in a while have you yeah so I haven't seen so any.
1: the last time i think we put out an episode was maybe in june mm-hmm. and i think it was simply down to the fact that i got really busy from april till last month this date last month um april was when i started Applying for MBA programs very late.
0: As always, it's fine. I think I I applied for my MSC program in May. I think April, May, yeah. same. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I
1: finished applying, and then I got in in June. And from June on, it was it was a hectic job to like sort out the education loan, the visa, everything. Yeah. Like that process really ate into my July and August, and especially with August having so many holidays yeah on all the banks taking their own sweet time to reset from holidays, so like yeah that 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 was really annoying, but then somehow managed to get here on time, so yeah, now, hopefully, once I get the routine set here, because it's just been like three weeks into the course, so hopefully in another one or two weeks, I can restart that again, but yeah, it's been fun so far,' it's just my yeah, a,
0: a good yeah. time to start would be the World Cup anyway, coming up.
1: Yeah, hopefully like the India Pakistan game next week. So maybe something for that. Uh yeah. But yeah, so it's just my cousin went from school and sometimes Shaz comes on to give an Australian okay. perspective. Yeah. Nice. So yeah.
0: That so in terms of your yours is a one year course, right?
1: Yeah, it's a one year
0: How how's it how's it being going how's it like going from working to studying? Because after four years I found it like shit <laughs> that one year course it's becomes hard. a little
1: it is hard but um I'd, I'd say my university has done a very good job in helping us settle in so for instance um mba students get free lunch so oh, okay we don't have to end up spending time to cook every day to bring lunch to school so we get that's free nice. lunch yeah okay. it's a good lunch. <laughs> yeah that's pretty good it's, it's decent enough lunch like okay. it's, it's fair students. enough
2: Who's we get free complain. coffee.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. We get free coffee. And um, so that really saves a lot of time. Like you don't end up like making extra food or extra coffee. Like you just, you have more free time. And I think last year the students gave some feedback saying Monday to Friday is too intensive and there's no actual time to work on the modules. So what they've done this time now is. Monday to Thursday is when we have classes and Fridays are holidays to work on modules. So okay. we get to go meet our like clients or look at the reading material and all that on Friday. And pe- what I've noticed so far is most of us take Saturdays as a off day. We don't do anything. And then again, Sunday, we do again preparation for Monday. So that one extra day is really helping us out. and. I think that's what's really helped establish some sort of reading routine.
0: What's your schedule like in terms of on the weekdays? have you got classes throughout or are you able to create yeah. your own schedule?
1: No, we got like classes throughout so Mondays so for this semester, Monday Mondays just for marketing. So that's like a real life project to swell along with the course. So uh, usually on Mondays they give us like theoretical knowledge. And then we in the second half, the last one and a half hours is applying it to our project. And this then on Tuesday we have two modules again nine to four. Wednesday we have only one module, but second half is like soft skill development. So technically another full day. And then Thursday is two
0: modules again.
2: Okay,
0: but are these a lot more engaging, practical sort of studying? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. A lot, I mean, that's better like, than theoretical. Definitely, there's
1: there's three live client projects that we get to do around the whole year. So wow, okay. that's pretty pretty useful actually, because we're able to uh, actually use the knowledge that we're getting to a specific like real life problem. And like the clients are from various backgrounds, so you know you, you can never even predict like something would have worked for you in your background, but it would be so different for them in this industry. So you gotta like learn that industry real quick. So it's, it's pretty
0: fun, pretty much fun so far. Awesome. All right. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, uh, anything practical or experimental is yeah. a lot more fun to do. Uh, and especially if I suppose, I don't know if it's group-wise, but it, with the group, it becomes a lot more engaging, yeah. Yeah. a lot more fun. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I, I wish we had, we could, we had more time because I would love to have mm-hmm. spent another hour speaking about traveling and all of that but let's we can anyway catch up on whatsapp or anything let's yeah. talk about it because yeah that that's something that is really really interesting i i really love uh and mm. yeah especially being in the uk it's e- europe becomes so much more accessible
2: oh, yeah yeah so
0: so yeah so that does definitely i uh, yeah when i was there made full use of it not only uk but just europe was so much fun yeah. to travel but yeah I guess that's all the time we have for this podcast. So thank you, Alankrit, for coming on to this podcast, on to this series in particular, and sharing your stories with us. Um, like I said, it was, it was really fun. I got to know a little more about you. I know we had the chat anyway in Bangalore, but it's really nice to speak to you again, get to know a lot more. Yeah. The traveling thing really sounds fun. Plus, even the NBA thing sounds really interesting. Hope, all the best for that. Hopefully it goes all well. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. yeah, can't wait to host you on our regular podcast. We've got the uh, the Champions League nights and all mm. coming up soon. For you, it'll be easier this time. You don't have to sort of be awake <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's, that's been the, the
1: biggest plus point <laughs> moving to
0: the UK. <laughs> Unfortunately, I could. Yeah, I didn't want to bring that up, but that was the best part of it. <laughs> yeah. um, having those those mm. timings there, but. Yeah. yeah i can't wait to host you for all that hope we can chat up soon but until yes. then thank you once again
1: definitely yeah, i was great fun being on this this section of the podcast it was nice knowing a lot more about your travels too and yeah yeah thank you can't wait to be back on our actual football podcast
0: <laughs> yeah definitely and to those of you who are either watching us or listening to us i hope you've also enjoyed this however long this conversation was, it got you got to know a little bit more about our guests as well on the podcast. Probably know, you probably have more similarities than you thought you did. And let us know as well. You know, we've had different conversations. We've spoken about travel. We've spoken about life in UK. We've spoken about gaming, the gaming industry. So if you have any opinion on any of that, please do let us know in the comments down below uh, or let us know either on Twitter or on Instagram. If you're watching this on YouTube, then you can hit the like button, comment down below, share with friends and family and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on the audio podcast, go to YouTube, watch us. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you don't want to see our faces and if you prefer a more audio format, perfect, listen to it on any of the podcast platforms like Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're there. And yeah, get, get, talking to us or get interacting with us on inter- Instagram and Twitter you can the links are all in the description down below um, you know follow us and we'd love to get to know a little bit about you as well oh first we'll obviously have you on the football podcast and then eventually we'll have you on this podcast where we get to know a lot more about you from a personal side but I guess that's about it for episode number five of the dressing room series season one I'm your host praddy once again you stay safe
2: and good night